the Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. Welcome to Desert Island Discs. I'm Flavia Trusime and I am excited that this Sunday I host, which is odd, every time you get to talk and interview someone you actually know, <laughs> comes off weird. But I honestly, I'm getting to know the bits of her story just as much as you will get to. She is the chairperson for the National Physical Planning Board. I don't actually think I've ever talked about your work this way. <laughs> Um, but she's always been very passionate about urban planning. Is that how to place it? It's always been her passion. She just cares what your country looks like, <laughs> what the roads look like. She's the one who always told us about the, uh, how do you call it, pavers, the side of the roads should be beautified, the flowers. And I'm like, why do you care? But it's because she says when a city is well thought out, when it's well planned, it does great things for its citizens and its country. Amanda Ngabirano, welcome again to Desert Island. Thank Disc. you, Flavia. Yeah. Thank you very much. The last time we talked, surprisingly, was um, Women's Day years ago. I hosted you with a couple of ladies um, who had made a difference in the country and we had a very powerful conversation. Yeah. And so this is the second time we're now talking. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine, Flavia. And congratulations upon your new <laughs> bundles of joy. Thank you. Full Thank house. You. Yeah. Your oldest is? 23. Ooh. Yeah. God willing, soon maybe she'll bring some uh, nice man <laughs> at home. And Parents. Then, uh, Parents. <laughs> <laughs> what a plan. <laughs> Spoken like a true parent. And your youngest is? 17. So you don't know the problems we, we know now? No. <laughs> Just bring them over. True, yeah. true, true. <laughs> so today, apart from Chairperson National Physical Planning Board, what else is Amanda doing? I teach at Makere University. You still teach? I still teach. I love teaching. I feel You'll never abandon that, I will feel you? young every day, you know, interacting with the youngsters, uh, people with clean minds, not biased, and mm. people who trust us, you know, to, to deliver Fresh them into their future. Minds. Yeah, so I teach urban planning, and I love it. I don't only teach it, and I also do some uh, consultancy work. I do research, but all in urban planning. I've told you, work. you've always been passionate this about that. This is my that. life. It's my mm. blood. It is in my veins. It's, wow. uh, it's the future. It is. Things. And you know, you said that exactly that statement years ago when we talked. It's the future. And we've landed in the future now. And we're yet to land in even a bigger future where It is continuous. Right now, I'm coming from uh, uh, a green economy summit. Mm. And the topics that are coming up all require urban planning related work and they require us to act now Mm. you know Mm. so uh, I love that job I love uh, uh, making an impact on urban spaces and I would like to see more women in urban planning we are not many yet stuff hasn't changed it is it's changing, but it's vu, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's changing. But we need to see women not only in uh, in teaching or mm. in in practice. We need to see women uh, in the boardrooms of decision making, urban planning, mm. policy, and decision making. Right, and we need to see them at the table. Yes, uh, the gender issues in transport, in housing, in uh, you know urbanization. Mm. Everything is so much connected to urban planning work. Wow. So I do mostly that and. Um, of course, because I'm very passionate about bicycle transport Absolutely. and walking. I'm, I'm, I'm like the you most likely have seen a picture of her on a bicycle <laughs> in a dress at that. I'm supporting uh, many cities mm. uh, to come up with green plans. In fact, right now, mm. I'm on a team that is helping a place in Kigali called Chininya Cell. Mm. And they are trying to green that area. Ah. So I'm, I'm trying to support African cities in any way possible True. to make sure that we have some livable cities, you know, mm. livable places. 
however small it is for the local governments in Uganda I'm also busy helping them so basically that's your passion life. is really your passion you that's found a way to surround doing, yourself yeah. with it yeah. we want to go back to the beginning of the story mm. little amanda i don't know how little you're going to start the story how little you were but when you think about your childhood and the memory you'd like us to start with mm. throw us into your childhood and let's mm. start your story i was following a boy you know i so i was doing rough things you know mm. that boys do mm. swimming in the river stones <laughs> climbing trees the worst experience that i went through was when i went to the neighbor's tree to mm. pick some mangoes mm-hmm. and then the branch fell Ooh. then i fell down and i could not breathe for some seconds and i was not supposed to say it you know so i reached home and i was quiet i was in pain i couldn't tell anyone because i was not supposed to go there anyway mm. i was also not supposed to, to climb a tree <laughs> <laughs> so i enjoyed a lot of playing at school my school was uh, not far from home mm. and and uh, where is home at this point kasese mm. the school was called mubuku muslim primary school mm. and it was not far from home I could play break time mm. laugh then I would reach home and mom would tell me I had you oh, nothing it I was that you. close so uh, yeah it was really close and that is actually what it should be for primary schools they should be close to home this mm. madness of 20 kilometers away oh. you know so somehow we grew up uh, lucky mm. facilities were close by I was very hard working mm. as a child lunch time we would have to cook for ourselves oh so I would run home and peel And, uh, and at this point you're the oldest uh, the second girl ah so the the girl that is born before me mm-hmm. was a little bit uh, sickly mm-hmm. most of the time so for me I was really very yeah. energetic and my mom gave me a lot of work even today <laughs> I if I speak with her I ask her why did you give me so much work mm-hmm. waking up to go and buy milk it had to be me 6 a.m. Oh, wow Th- that's the first name she would call and I would be up you know mm-hmm. So I was responsive and very active. Right. Lunchtime, peel matoke or Irish or sweet potatoes, prepare chop chop, you know, mm. chop onions. My brother and my sister would help and my young sisters also a bit, but I I You're did the most. One. I was the one. <laughs> I worked. I, I I don't have soft hands because, because of I all did a work. lot of hard work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh sometimes dear. I feel like this is a male. Did she ever give you an answer as to why she chose you? She told me exactly that she said, you are very responsive, you are active. I call you, you wake up very fast from sleep. And uh, I I think it helped me uh, somehow even in my current life, mm. my work. I, I like to do things quickly. If I'm, I want to do something, I want to do it and I make sure that I do it. And if I have a, a target, mm. however long it takes, you I usually it. achieve it. The Loom Street Road mm. took me 10 years to to mobilize the stakeholders, to convince people, to ensure that it is approved yeah. by government of Uganda, to ensure that it's you know, it took 10 painful years, but when i see it resilient. i know mm. that people have to be resilient and this childhood uh, experience i think helped me a lot to mm. be focused and uh, okay yeah. okay you've talked about mom not sure i had dad no that. my dad uh, passed away mm. and uh, he really did a good job in fact he deserves a medal even wow. wherever he is because the 12 of us wow taking care of us in a three bedroomed house you know mm. six girls six boys wow. and everybody going to school oh wow. yeah. well done I, and we were not rich but we were not poor he did had, his best he did his best mm. he took care of us uh he did his best and yet he was really not educated 
uh, my mom was very active uh, business oriented mind yeah. trying out things at some point she tried out selling mosquito nets you know should go buy produce mm. from uh, Rimi close by sell even across the borders you know she wow. was very enterprising and she would uh, support our dad's uh, income mm. so we were Well, Sounds okay. like two good parents for children to go you know grow up around because they're good examples I think that's what Yeah it was quite uh, a, a tough environment for mm. us so it was fenced off we were not allowed to, to move around to meander <laughs> in the in the town in the trading center yeah. this uh, the thing of sleepovers that one mm. you just get this beaten for days <laughs> ah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just get beaten for just requesting to go for a sleepover Uh, the times were growing up your neighbors would be like also your family your parents mm. but these days it's not the same no. i remember when i crossed the road and uh, i was almost knocked by a car mm. oh one of our neighbors came pulled me out and gave me slaps <laughs> I've always known you as Amanda Ngabirano yes. and I didn't know if that was your maiden name or your marital name. Ngabirano is a marital name. Yes. Mr. Ngabirano. Mr. Ngabirano. Yeah. So I've, I'm like I don't actually know her. Give me a good name. <laughs> It flows. <laughs> yeah. Amanda Ngabirano. <laughs> But people always ask is it not the Ngabirano yes. that we know? No, no, no. This is not the Ngabirano yes. that you know. He's unknown. But, <laughs> so what is what is the original name as they call it? Azida. Huh? Because I was born in a Muslim family. My husband is Catholic. I'm, I'm a Protestant. <laughs> you know those are things that when we're getting married they said so which religion are you going to be? I said everyone stays in their religion. They said that's not how things work. I said how do things work? We, we wedded from the Catholic church and they didn't give me the holy communion <laughs> <laughs> because you're Protestant. All the I, small I, things. I, I said no it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to eat the bread. <laughs> What's your first song choice, Amanda? Um Heal the World mm. by Michael Jackson. Like Michael Jackson. Yeah. The world needs Yes. There's a place in your heart and I know that it is love and place be much brighter than tomorrow and if you really try you'll find there's no need to cry in this place you feel there's no hurt or sorrow there are ways to get there if you care enough for the living Make a little space Make a better place Heal the world Thank you. 
Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. It's Desert Island Discs. We just listened to the late Michael Jackson, Heal the World, a very common song. Probably one of those that we put on a list of the most requested songs by our guests here on Desert Island Discs. Yes, I have the chairperson of the National Physical Planning Board, probably the most passionate person about urban planning in this country. But from what I heard in the beginning, she's taken that love beyond our country. And uh, if you met her anywhere, after three sentences, you're going to hear something to do with what she does. And surprisingly, she still teaches at Makiri University. I think that's something you'll do forever and ever until you're probably not able to. But Amanda Ngavirano, and you seem to really have had an exciting, I think that's what exciting childhood. I mean, everything was okay. It was yep. vibrant. It was good. Let's talk about school because mm. the first school was close to home. Yeah. But then when you start to form interests yeah. in the higher studies, talk to us about that. Actually, for primary, I went to three. Three oh. schools. That one closer, very close to home. Then another one about two kilometers away. Mm. Then uh, Hima Primary School, also which is not far. Hima yeah, in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. It's in the neighborhood. Uh, then uh, went to high school. I guess high school. Six years in Kavale. Oh. It was that time. It was the real Kavale. Cold, <laughs> cold. real, cold. real winter, real cold, real yep. cold. Uh, but it was good for reading. To be honest, it was good for reading. High school um, life, as like I mentioned, I was withdrawn. Surprisingly, not so many mm. uh, crowds of people around me. I liked the idea of mixed school at first, but later on, I thought mm. maybe it's not good to put boys, boys and, and girls, girls in the same yeah, in the same school environment because we'd have those pressures. Uh, someone likes you, you like them, and you have to see each other in class in the morning. And but at the end of it all, I'm not a fan of single schools. I, I just appreciate I, also, I, I went to a single sex school but I also wouldn't be very yeah uh, what I hated the most was the distance the bus journey from Kasese to, to, to Kavali mm. our parents choice and uh, all, all, almost all of us went through that school really in fact we are so attached to the former headmaster of that school he's mm. called Mr. Henry Triagenda he knows the whole family <laughs> if all of you went there <laughs> Uncle then. Henry yeah we call him Uncle Henry and uh, he took care of us. We had some school fees issues at some point, and he he did not chase us from school. He was patient mm. until our parents were able to pay. So, uh, high school experience was about reading. I was a bookworm. I read. Really? Yes. Although Amanda, I could see how that would be you. Mm. I loved mm. reading. I hated anything to do with failing. Mm. You know, and uh, I was so inquisitive. And I didn't want to be associated with failure at all. And you've always come off as organized. In all the years I've known, you've always so how do you board a bus from Kasese up to Kabal and then you fail? You know, <laughs> the distance alone, right? Honor it, respect it. No, <laughs> but then the food. To yeah. be honest, mm. I don't know why schools are still feeding kids such bad food. We had, we didn't have good food. I did not like the food we were eating. I'm sorry, the <laughs> if people that were the people that were responsible who are listening know the food was bad. You know, at some point I thought I had ulcers mm. because the stomach would just get irritated. Turn, yeah. So we'd have to get some uh, avocado. No. Apeta. Did you appetizer? Oh, but you guys, I, f- I feel like there's a generation where everybody, like how you said, school fees would be lost sometime. Um, I said 
you don't hear how it used to happen that they would read those who haven't paid fees and those who yeah. have paid fees. I said it was so common that nobody would probably laugh at you, but today if you said you didn't have fees, they'd find it as an anomaly. I'm like, but the world used to be quite yeah, leveled exactly. back in the day. It was, yeah. it was the same. So one day I met uh, in Kavali town, I met uh, a gentleman who is a family friend for somewhere there in Hima. He was a uh, truck driver. Mm. And I went to greet him. He said, "Ah, Let me give you some pocket money. Mm. Give me 16,000. At that time, 16,000. 1996, 1995, mm. it was some good money. Mm. I had a balance of school fees. Mm. I went straight to post bank. Wow. Paid responsible <laughs> girl. I even don't know how I did it. Very I paid my balance girl. from that money. And I felt, oh, no, they are not going to chase me from uh, from home. I was right. You were very organized. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my dad, I met uh, Hajraj who gave me some money. And I completed and the fees. And I've cleared. Oh, bless. Yeah. So that was... Uh, he must have been impressed. It's almost like a pat on the back. I've raised a good <laughs> a good child. Because, I, yeah, I'd be impressed at that. Did you have any ambitions at that point? I get you a bookworm. You're trying not to fail. Mm. That's it. But, I mean, that can't be the only goal at that point. I wanted to be a point. medical doctor. A medical doctor. medical doctor. Were you good at sciences? I was good at sciences. Mm. In fact, I was so bad. I, I was so focused on uh, physics, chemistry, mm. biology. I hated history. I hated... Those art subjects, they were so boring. You went, you were good at them, very, but you just didn't boring. like them. Apparently, I ended up being good mm. at them. I had no choice. Okay. Because at some point, I had to switch to arts. Mm. So I did uh, arts and, yeah, what came out, uh, uh, urban planning, what You're I'm happy. doing, I'm really happy. You just see that if we fixed urban planning, the world is fixed. So I applied for that, got it. And uh, I was retained at the university yes. to teach. Then I liked it, went for my master's. Imagine that. Came back and I want to do urban planning only forever. No, I, trust me, <laughs> from the time I've gotten to know you, that's the only conversation you ever smile and yeah. get excited about, urban planning. The only problem now at Makere University, you are just there, this other side, there's a slum, other side so what slum. you're really teaching versus reality so, <laughs> <laughs> so we keep going there even the residents around there keep saying we are tired of uh, these studies because we are not seeing any outcomes changes, yeah. any changes but you know it's a process how the city changes is a process and how we want it to be is a process but which we must all collectively mm. uh, embark on it's not going to be just a, a planner mm-hmm. to do it It's a, it's a complete team. So let's help a listener break it down because I would understand that you're not the executive director of KCCA. Mm. You're not on the other side of UNRWA yeah. <laughs> to do the roads. <laughs> you, you know, there are many components in what would execute or implement mm. a, a plan, what the city should look like. The urban planner is who does what? The strategy at the top? Explain to us as if we were P2 children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, the urban planner, that position... Uh, that person is supposed to come up with a plan mm-hmm. for an area that they're responsible for. And that person does not do it alone. Mm-hmm. There's a team that they work with. So right now, like uh, KCCA has what they call the physical planning committee. Yes. Which has uh, uh, an urban planner who is the secretary, mm. the physical planner. Uh-huh. So now the physical planning committee takes decisions, approves plans, rejects okay they consider uh, plans that have been submitted so the urban planner submits or the physical yeah. okay to the physical planner okay we use them interchangeably right. physical planner urban planner mm. so once they are submitted 
the implementation part has mm. to be a responsibility of the whole authority. Right. Yeah, it's not that urban plan alone that should do it. It takes the the authority to sit, budget, approve and ensure that there is implementation, there is enforcement. Mm-hmm. So what basically the urban planner does is to design a space and uh, make sure that land uses have a meaningful relationship and interaction even with design. the people who live in yes. it. Yes. So the the land uses are supposed to be in the right place. The residential right. areas should be in the right location. The neighbors should be the right land uses. If it's So you would look around at, at Kisementi and say Yes, this should be here. This can be here. This wouldn't work here. This exactly. shouldn't be here. Exactly. It would look better. It would be accessible with this. It would be inclusive if it had this. Exactly. And then the execution and implementation falls to all the other agencies. Exactly. And okay. then that plan, it can be rigid. I mean, you, you might yeah. implement it as it is, but usually there's some flexibility. Right. Like uh, if you want to introduce a, a nursery school in mm. a residential area, that one is something So you're the people who say you can't have a, petro- a gas station or a fuel station near, <laughs> so, you know, an eatery or exactly. near school. Locational or, yeah. matters. We mm. deal with just three things. Location, location and location. But then <laughs> there's lots of mistakes, mistakes, mistakes in this country. This is now the thing I was telling you about that the process of destruction of our spaces mm-hmm. takes time. And one of the reasons why that destruction happens is because of compromise. Mm. We compromise. You want development, you want an industry yeah. for jobs. Then you place it in a wetland mm. because you want to create jobs. Yeah. The wetland is destroyed. Drainage becomes a problem. Compromise. You want to allow cars to go through a neighborhood. Mm residential area trucks mm. because you want to connect places and mm. uh, but the truck should not be going in that residential area compromise mm. you you approve a petrol station in a junction compromise then we have the other side of uh, stubborn developers who especially have seen that our system is not that tough on enforcement and they have abused that uh, gap mm. of uh, enforcement so they are doing things actually without approvals, yeah. which is absurd. Someone sets up an establishment of like five, seven floors mm. without an approved plan yeah. in a wrong place and uh, has provided for parking of uh, maybe 200 vehicles without considering their access to that premise. Yeah. And you see all these mistakes are happening. You, know, you see an entry and exit yeah. of a petrol station into another junction yes to a roundabout wrong you know the traffic lanes and everything i was in a few years ago i was in marrakesh in morocco and i was for the first few minutes i said something is off <laughs> you know you're driving through the city and you're like there's a problem yeah but it was only me who thought there was a problem because i realized ah oh, okay everything is the same you know the roads are to one like this direction is the direction to drive. Mm. These ones are coming from here. The houses are one almost a height. The shops are on one side of the town. I'm like, who lives like this? Because I was so used to yeah, the oh, yeah yes. Well, because it is house, supermarket, <laughs> petrol station. House. I'm like, wait. So when we want a market, mm. there's a side where markets are. This section, entire section, is homes. That's All the homes have the same almost um, coat of paint. I was so confused, but it's what you're talking about. It's exactly it's the order. The skyline. Yes. The functions being in a, a certain place. Yes. 
and also even the the, the beauty of the area they but you see for paint. me because Queen. I was so used to ours yeah. I, I said they had a problem no <laughs> yet they were right you know <laughs> we can still do this because mm. we are now seeing a bit of order coming up in mm. the new cities especially yes. if you go to Kagadi mm. you see that Kagadi has laid out a structure of the road network mm-hmm. you can easily see some order coming right. up so developments are being guided If you go to a, a place like Pader, mm. you see that there's something happening. Something, But also these yeah. new cities uh, like uh, Gulu, Arua, we see that they are promising mm. uh, to change. They, they, are, they are cleaning up. Arua Good. is vibrant and uh, you just see that there are some changes coming up. But what should happen is that the plan should be there before the developments. Right. But now it's difficult when the developments are already, already there. <laughs> and and also the 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 informality, mm. the need for jobs like I mentioned that we say we don't want vendors, mm. but again we are receiving their revenue, yep. their, their taxes. Mm. They are paying licenses. Mm. The, the the charcoal stove you see along the road it has a relationship with the local government the wetlands you see that the rich people are tampering with them who is pouring soil in Bogolobi Kanyogoga who is destroying that it's not the poor person mm-hmm. so we have a mix of two issues on the side of the regulatory authority mm. our side the iron hand the is, enforcement it's not is there. weak mm. the enforcement is really really weak mm. um then the other side the citizens have become their own planners mm. <laughs> Th- those who want to comply are quite few mm. you know they are quite few so the ones who see lot, what you're seeing yes there's few. a lot of work to do to wow. sensitize the public so if you say that uh, we okay, you, you talked about urban the ed mm. the urban planner yes. the the unra We are supposed to work together. Mm. So when UNRWA comes up with a road network, the local government at least should have it in their plans. But uh, sometimes you find that the local governments have uh, their own plans and then this one is coming up. But now that's also a mandate as the board mm. to coordinate these uh, agencies, work the government and work together. What uh, is going wrong in KCCA for example, we are supervising the fiscal planning committee mm-hmm. and guiding them what should be done. Um today when before i came here we had uh, that green economy yes. summit and general katumba was the chief guest mm. and he he was saying that he was planting trees and goats were eating them so he was saying <laughs> what are goats doing here <laughs> yeah. we we have asked uh, the local governments to really try and uh, find the right space for mm. these animals in that so there are so many things that are supposed to be done but are crippled by yeah. weak enforcement and like you called it compromise as well compromise yeah is a very bad disease mm. it is either this or that and that True. is fiscal planning mm. that is urban planning mm. do not compromise safety do not compromise the value of land interesting what's your second song choice my second song choice is hero by mariah carey oh. ah yeah. <laughs> mellow my favorite singers those days mm closing our eyes and enjoying music romantic <laughs> songs <laughs> Sorrow that you know will melt away 
Desert Island Discs on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. Desert Island Discs, Amanda Angareno, just uh, asked for Hero. Uh, that is Mariah Carey. I think everybody who went through school back in the years, the karaoke, we didn't miss this one. <laughs> if you didn't mime or didn't see anyone mime, these were the songs, Boys to Men and the whole lot. This was the kind Boys of... Boys to Men. Ah, yeah, 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 we struggled with that one. Uh, Amanda is the chairperson for the National Physical Planning Board. And just before the break, she was actually doing a real breakdown of the value of her role and how it really intertwines. And also, I think in her breakdown, she ended up explaining to you how urban planning gets down to you, the person. <laughs> like if you look around, you see the value of urban planning and whether it's a miss in, in the, pl- the place you live or it has actually worked. You can now already tell what it is. So you're at university and I mean, it can't just be about urban planning and all of that. You have a 20-something year old. I'm trying to calculate the age <laughs> and um, think, did you have a baby by second year? <laughs> eh? so well, when I turned 40, I stopped counting. Good girl. So I'm just 40. You're 40 full stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you say 40 and above. 40. <laughs> Finished. <laughs> now I even don't know my age because I've I've been in your mind. You convinced me that is it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm wondering, you know, what, what else Amanda became or enjoyed or lived as? It couldn't have just been about books. It was about books. I actually got married when I was, you know, young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't like this uh, luxury Adults. of yours. Choices. Mar- yeah, choices. <laughs> but uh, the, the boyfriend was there. He was nice. We were ready. What? We wow. It. We got married. We got, Is got that after married. university? No. Eh? Before. I got married uh, to him. And uh, that's how we have 23 years old. Yes. I, I said a 20 what? Yeah, 23. Beautiful girl. Wow. Yeah. So for me, I, I was a family person. Mm. I really wanted to. I loved uh, kids. Mm. I loved uh, settling. Yeah. Grew up with mom and dad. It made sense. So you just, it's a family, you've grown. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there was a bit of pressure also that time that so, so you need to get married. There's someone mm-hmm. who wants to marry you. And then you say, okay, if it's about getting married, I'm, I'm in well, love. Uh, do not someone. tell me this was arranged. No. 
Okay. My god, I arranged it myself. <laughs> okay. But I fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> so she was meeting that last day. I'm like, no, "Oh no." I fell in love and um, I thank God we've been uh, we, we were young because he was mm. also young. We've been together for years. We are still you, young. You adulted together. We are still literally. Young, yeah. We even the kids, you know, like our daughter is has grown up with us. Yep. I think it's nice like I was about to say is there an advantage in that because I got married at 30. Yeah. And I mean would I do it all over again? Yes. But that's that's my belief. Yeah. You know, I didn't think that I was the kind of person who would have I think been things, able to to, to settle well. changed mm. somehow because our time even we had people getting married at S4. Yep, much younger. You know when mm. you get uh, you get breasts. They say okuze. They say okuze. Mm. Eh? So but I think for me it was I was ready emotionally. Oh wow. I was emo- the thing about marriage was well into my head. Do you think right now a 20 year old there's a lot in their mind because they, it's a skewed version of what marriage is relationships mm. are whereas it's back different. in the day yeah. it was only one way. It's different. Get married, have children, have a settle. Yeah. You so you didn't have any other picture to compare, you know? Those that I went to school with they know they saw his picture on the on the walls. Oh, Madame, you were in love. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think we that were to this level. I think we were blessed because we were really we were in love. That is it. Wow. Yeah, that is it. No, honestly, Nothing. if your pictures at the bedside, yeah. that is love. Right now, if you tell me to advise someone younger, someone younger, mm. if you have a, a serious partner. Mm. Someone that you can trust, someone whose background you can trust. There is nothing that we, that stops you when you are 23 to get married. To get married after your first uh, diploma degree, there is no reason f- mm. to me. Mm. This is what I th- because you you grow up also with your kids, mm. but also you 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 grow up with your partner. Partner, you know, mm. and uh, if the relationship is good, mm. it's very healthy. Right. Very healthy. Right. I feel young every day. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'm young I have energy I call him he calls me every day. It's like we are still, you know, dating. You you because <laughs> like like I've said you've adulted together. Yeah. You are you he was being an adult you're being a together. Yeah. So life experiences together. And I don't know cuz I was saying it could also go two ways. It could backfire or it exactly. could really work. <laughs> That's why I'm thanking God really. Uh it can go either way because I I have uh friends that mm. have also been in it and did not work out mm. and and it's also good if it doesn't work out you don't have to force it you have to take a decision and stop uh, being in what is not working right. yeah these days it's very different because my son was telling me that love is a scam you know mm. and i was asking him you're just 17 how <laughs> who has come to how because that was, it's not it, the ah, internet yes 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 you know social media mm. the peer pressure life is moving it's at a different. fast pace amanda it's very different mm. because me i used to write to my boyfriend through post box did you put dates dedication dedication first yeah, 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 yeah. to pray the the notebook first get it perfumed <laughs> yeah that always put flowers <laughs> in, the, in the letters i've seen you <laughs> so you post it it mm. takes about four weeks to get there to get there then they refill back uh, uh, yeah, you yeah, wait yeah, yeah, again yeah. for weeks you know that patience but these days you hear someone saying i sent you a message and you blew it didn't reply me. <laughs> you you didn't reply the <laughs> things have changed so they remain on their phone waiting for a response which, which doesn't come and that is heartbreaking <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> for us who are patient blue waiting. ticks are a cause for breakup <laughs> 
in, in this day and age, you don't blue tick so, someone. So we did not have those blue ticks. Mm. No? So it was a little bit different and mm. it's unfortunate. That's why yeah. the kids now need a lot more support yes. from the, yes. the parents and the guardians. Mm. But also schools, you know. Who counsels the kids? Who mm. provides that counseling and uh, to appreciate themselves? Yeah. They see someone on social media flashing dresses, new dresses, and makeup, the pressure. Oh, the pressure. We didn't have that. Mm. So, w- what was your first entry into urban planning? So, say you finished a, your education, at, you know, your first stint at education in school. Mm. D- was it the being retained at the university? Yeah, that was my mm. first uh, assignment mm. uh, to be retained. Then I started being creative with uh, mm. some research. Mm. I did the gender and housing uh, research in Kagugube here in Makerere. I also tried out, you know, small, small scale things, uh, projects, writing, you know, uh, ideas, especially to UNRWA. Uh, wow. Engineer David Uluimbazi, I think you are listening. I sent him a lot of proposals <laughs> telling him what should be done mm. with roads, uh, road reserves, mm. access, you know. I was so ambitious, but wow. I needed to study as well. Mm-hmm. So after two years at uh, Makere, I went for my master's, mm. which was the best decision uh, really? ever taken. It was so enriching in terms of perception, yeah. mindset about things, about life, about mm. simplicity. This is how I got into the bicycle mm. craze. Because I saw rich people living simply. Yeah. And I saw people so concerned about the environment. Of course, the the, the Western world is uh, a serious emitter and polluter, but I, I saw them attached to the environment so much. So when I came back, I had the same feel. Yeah, same feel. I had an option of staying there, but mm. I really wanted to come back and make an impact. Wow. Yeah, I could have stayed there if I had wanted. Mm-hmm. But I also had a family. Yes. In fact, that... At this time, you had both babies. Yeah, it mm. was so painful, you know, missing them mm. for that long. But I was lucky because I had a job there, so I could make some savings. And I, I flew in about four times. Right. Yeah, so... But it was a very nice experience, which I think uh, everybody deserves mm. to get uh, as they grow in their career. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I get asked this question a lot, and I think sometimes when I have... You know, women who are accomplished and also family oriented. I ask the same question because I also don't know if I have an answer. Mm. <laughs> Is there ever a work life balance? It's not there. <laughs> to be honest, that's the real scam. A, Forget love. A, that's the scam. I, I don't want to call it a balance. <laughs> it's, it's trying to manage. Mm. Uh, sometimes I just say, I wish I was purely a housewife mm-hmm. so that I'm completely in charge of everything. Yeah. Uh, but I also know that just being there when I have to do some uh, uh, impact building in my community, mm-hmm. in the country, and also to provide my skills, yes. you know, I say no, I don't think it is. <laughs> I think someone can rust if you are just staying in one place. Uh, but when we are trying to say we balance, I don't think so. Even our husbands, I think they know it is not There's true. No balance. But the, w- I try. Mm. But it's very important to have the right partner who mm. also understands. Right. Because I wouldn't. If I had uh, someone who was not understanding, mm. I think the balancing would fail completely. <laughs> the small balancing yeah, that exists. the small balancing. <laughs> but it's good for each one of us to try mm. and balance. Even if it does, you don't get exactly what you want, but you... You are being felt, right. you know. 
at home. Mm. For that I'd want to know your other song choice. Usiende mbali. Juliana. It's Desert Island Discs. I have Amanda Ngavirano and uh, that was Usiende Mbali, your third song choice. Before the break, you were talking about how urban planning, you know, sometimes you're not the enforcer so you don't really have the power to say mm. implement this. Even if it's amazing. And you had come back from your masters, your mind was open, you had so many great plans and people were saying, "Now what world are you living? Are you living in?" Yes. You know, as you can and say you know. That is the word. <laughs> that is the word. Yeah, but isn't it almost nearly impossible to enjoy your job or enjoy your role when the kind of work you do you're not the end you're almost the start of the mm, work because mm. you don't say it should look like this yes. but you're not the one going to do the no. work <laughs> of what <laughs> so, it should look like so actually what happens is that if people are in offices just to earn salaries mm. not to make an impact. Yes. That is very bad. It's a bad attitude for a country. But if you have uh, people in offices who are passionate mm. about what they are doing, who want to see results, then that is the right attitude for a country to develop. Mm. You can be the start. You can say it should happen. This plan should be like this. Mm. But if you abandon it along the way, it will not happen. Yeah. 
So I find a lot of uh, work in following up and uh, mm. chasing that thing that <laughs> I know I made uh, an effort. Mm. I know my team and I worked on it. We spent three years yeah. working on it. It should not just be buried. It should not mm. die. I want this thing to happen someday. You know, if um, even this uh, Loom Street, if I had not chased it, mm-hmm. it would have not happened. Tell us about that passion project, Loom Street. It was something to show mm. that this is how a street proof of concept can look like. <laughs> no, from yeah. paper yeah. to the proof ground. of concept, it can work. This is what it looks like. It's it's running um, not as it was planned for again because of compromise. Mm. This would have been nice but if you were at least enforcing mm. you know like the taxis because I'm also doing some work in reorganizing them mm. and and border borders taxis were saying this is a non motorized corridor mm-hmm. but you have allowed motorcycles to use it yeah are they non motorized they are vehicles also mm-hmm. so they they kept saying they are even taking passengers so why don't you open it up for all of us mm. again you know because of that compromise and uh, not enforcing yeah the the car free zone is supposed to be car free for pedestrians for riders can i ask you as an urban planner who is supposed because so when you plan for a city mm. even if it's a street a street is used by flavia it's used by the car flavia drives it's used by the bicycle flavia mm. drives it's used by the dog flavia walks <laughs> it's, it's used, you, you know also uses it um so all of these people st- and the things should know that this is a non-motorized area this is a this this is a that whose role is it to inform because i'll tell you yeah so mm. um few years back when we still had Jennifer Musisi in the country um i i did a bit of a walk around with her through the city and she was showing me the changes that had been made mm. and i remember we got to part of the street near Macquarie University and i think i it said to cross and right before I said to cross she said do you hear anything i said no i can't hear anything and she said if you couldn't hear if you didn't have the ability to hear i think there was a click or something that mm. would help those who are either blind or couldn't see or something yeah. like that to know that it's now counting down and it's time to cross it's now counting down do not cross stand I said I have no clue that, that that exists. I would have just walked by and not appreciate. I think that's the word appreciated yes. the development mm. that had been. I said so. Who's supposed to tell us <laughs> these you nice know, things that happened? Uh, yeah, this is one mistake we make as uh, planners. Mm. We sometimes we use uh, an approach which is it's like elitism, you know, mm. trying to assume that everybody understands knows what you're mm. doing, mm. understands. Mm. Uh, the, the new things yeah and we just plan uh, we design we implement and we just disappear yeah communication has to happen from the beginning this yes. is a new we call because it otherwise the people you've done it for won't even use it they exactly. won't even know we call it tactical urbanism mm. and it's uh, really modern a modern way yes. of planning that right from problem identification mm. Uh, plan conceptualization the public the people the users are part of the process yes. and actually for this small project we did that mm. we did um, visuals we did luganda audios we did uh, youtube yeah. we did uh, tv adverts mm. we printed materials went to building by building it's expensive but mm. it's good the aspect of communication is important not, it's not just good but important yes it yeah. has to be 
uh, part of the package of delivering yes. a project yes. uh, if, uh, effectively. Absolutely. What's your fourth song choice? My fourth song was Nan, was Nana by Joshua. Baraka. Nana. Ah, yes. Joshua Baraka. Ah, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love such music also sometimes ah. to warm me up mm. and you know mm, <laughs> after a long day. <laughs> you ask one. Desert Island Disc Nana. Uh, that was uh, Joshua Baraka. Probably the surprise request that you've <laughs> had for today. Amanda and Gabriano, passionate about urban planning. And I think we've probably taken nuggets of what, like I said, by the end of the interview, we, we now know. We look around our cities and we're like, oh, okay, that's what should happen. When you look back at your life, because your life is more than your career. Mm. It's, it's everything rounded up. I feel like at 35 today, like I appreciate life differently. Mm. And it comes with the experiences I've had, it comes with the good, the bad, that I just, I'm just happy. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's like hindsight, you're like, it, you know, life is full circle. I don't know when you look at your life now, whether it's in your career, in your life, moments where you feel have defined Amanda and have made Amanda's life feel whole. Even if it was a work project, you know, something that just made you appreciate life mm. so much more and where you been for me the most life-changing part of my life was when i actually went for urban planning mm. to start with in the beginning in the beginning the choice you made that choice that i made was so so 
I, I don't know how God really because there was me. there wasn't like an example of someone no, who had done no, it uh, no. that you were looking up to. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't the most successful thing in the country yes. that you were. Yeah, but I later on, that. when I read the Death and Life of American Cities by Jane Jacobs, I said, "Oh my God!" So I could have been Jane Jacobs of uh, Uganda. Uganda, but also to go to the Netherlands mm-hmm. as a country. For me, that was the best choice I could ever have. I got so many uh, avenues. I got appreciated. My dreams, my mm. some of my projects have been implemented elsewhere. Imagine in that. In Kurdistan, you know, in uh, Take, we have a project already going on, and things are happening. You're getting your flowers world. elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> in uh, Tehran. Imagine that. You know, I said, now this is a life-changing opportunity, and there you give them the project, the proposal. It's implemented as we conclude i want you to throw nuggets of value for mm-hmm. some looking at your life what you would pick out let's say you were talking to your 23 year old yeah. <laughs> and saying this is what i've learned in life you need these one two three or four values to go through life even if you're not an urban planner by yeah. the way you're not amanda but this is what has made life work for amanda one thing is uh, for sure is the vision If you don't know where you're going, hmm. you end up going anywhere, you know. <laughs> Any route true. will take you <laughs> there. <true>. Yes. <laughs> so it's um the vision, the dream, sometimes it looks a bit difficult, mm-hmm. but it's or very impossible. Important. Or impossible, mm. but it's very important for everybody to have that and mm. say in future I want to leave this happening. I want to make sure that solid waste management in Uganda mm. is no longer a problem. Right. I want to make a contribution, you know. And then you identify the right people to mm. work with. There are, there are people that support. Yeah. There are people who pull you down. Mm-hmm. Just because they think it is very difficult, but because they also not they, they, they are not seeing it in your way. Yeah. The vision, so identification of the right people, Team the right people to understand, people to understand your mm. vision mm. so that you are not uh, diverted. Then uh, the i- the other thing that has helped me in life is commitment. You know, mm-hmm. then the issue of integrity. Mm-hmm. That one is uh, something that has helped me. I can go downtown and tell them, you know, this space is not for you, a car. Mm. It is for the pedestrian. Even if I'm driving, I want to protect the yeah. the, the pedestrian. Um, the last thing is to have to have not a crowd of people that mm. you call friends it's not normal that you find someone with a uh, so many friends mm. i don't think that's uh, real quality not quantity yeah i think <laughs> that is some advice which i also gave my kids mm. just last week mm. i said mind the quality of the people you mm. surround yourself with Then the the ladies who are ready to get married <laughs> please get married don't the over delay don't over delay <laughs> get married Of course Amanda had to throw that in <laughs> <laughs> I actually met Amanda before I got married before I had babies I think I was either at university or I had just finished Actually I was saying isn't Flavia just Flavia just the man you've studied you finished <laughs> you're working just do it <laughs> Amanda Ngabirano thank you so much for your uh, time thank you for sharing with us your story but i think more than your story your passion 
because if we can just borrow that passion for anything the rest of us love <laughs> and be determined no matter what i think we'll get very far thank you for allowing us perhaps maybe just tell us your last final song my choice my very last song mm. which i like very much is uh, by alan jackson it's called oh. living on life living living on life wow Okay, but I wait to end the show. Living on live. <laughs> well, that's yeah. it for Desert Island Disc. You can catch this and any of the episodes that you might have missed on Podcast Capsule FM Uganda. Good night. Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.